welcome to episode 8 of the Busted Limes podcast. I'm your host, Paresh Maharaj, and uh, for this episode, Black Belt will not be joining us. Instead, we have, well, you know who. <laughs> That's right, folks. <laughs> I'm taking over yet again. Uh, <sighs> it's Fredo, everyone's favorite small account, and uh, welcome to Lime Busters, your favorite podcast not for this, Lime this again. Today we're going to discuss... <laughs> uh limeade versus lemonade yet again we didn't get around to it last time but uh i think Jesus it's an important Christ. discussion uh and then we're going to move on to um you know the importance of lime as a marinade i really enjoy it with pork especially do you have this rehearsed or written down or something what no i do not have <laughs> it's it's all up here buddy as i as i point to my head so i i did not realize this was going to be a a genuine full episode i thought that i thought i was being relegated to a mini so i'm i am honored parish mm, yeah because i mean i figured we're the amount of time that we're going to spend on this it's going to be because uh, it's, it's going to we're going to 12 go minutes 12 okay <laughs> <laughs> well why don't yeah. Why don't you tell the folks, I mean, you know, I, I say there's tension, but there's not really tension because presumably you're going to name the episode after this. Why don't you tell folks? Oh, why it's a, oh I, I have a, I have actually have a very creative title for this. So, mm-hmm. uh, but you'll know it when you see it, but yeah, but uh, you're, I understand that you have some thoughts about the last of us part two. We all have some thoughts on The Last of Us Part 2, my friend. Oh, yeah. I, well, I already gave my... I already made two episodes about my thoughts on The Last of Us Part 2. So, just to recap, um, I really enjoyed it. It's not perfect. I would really like to know what people are thinking who are giving it 10 out of 10s. Because, personally, I give it an 8 out of 10. But, you know, that's just me. And, um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a pretty good game. But, um, Fredo, I understand uh, you actually find it funny yeah uh so let me say let me say two things you fucking Uh, sicko hold on hold hold on a second brother uh your uh i listened to your mini episode with uh with your take on it which i would recommend it's a short five minutes or something but i thought it was a a nice little app so would recommend people check that out um and and i largely agree i i might be a little bit more generous towards it overall um i i still wouldn't quite be in that 10 out of 10 territory either but uh but i i as a game i thought it was very good um and before I get into my weird stuff, I do want to acknowledge just because I know that the game industry is an industry that is very difficult and challenging to work in. And I think a lot of very talented people did a lot of very good work uh, in, in this game. You know, I think that it was a lovingly rendered and, and terrific artist who were probably under a tremendous amount of, of brutal crunch that they're not being rewarded for because the real um, virus is capitalism. Uh, right, and, and I think that the actors did a terrific job. And before I even get into the the parts I found funny, I I even thought like largely a lot of the interpersonal stories, the the smaller arcs within the story were really good uh-huh. and well acted and well presented. I, I liked the story between Abby and Owen, for instance, and watching their relationship kind of fall apart over time in the flashbacks and similar with like Joel and Ellie in the flashbacks uh, that would reference them. But the main story of this game... So many goddamn flashbacks. <laughs> I, yeah, which would always come at, like, cliffhanger moments. That I found yeah, pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah. the the main thing for me, and I guess the reason I found it kind of funny, is that a lot of stuff that happened was was very on the nose and was very cartoonishly grim, dark, and depressing. And there were there were several moments in the game where the very obvious kind of heartstring pulling and and look at you you monster sort of stuff was so <laughs> clunky that it, it had me laughing and and I'll I'll highlight some of these moments in our conversation today but there were several points in cutscenes where I had to like pause the game because I was I was literally just laughing so hard I couldn't <laughs> keep it together at like oh just the God. incredible hamminess of of this game I mean I I sent a message to you earlier half joking of like you could put this thing between two pieces of bread and a slice of Swiss cheese because it's some serious ham bro serious ham yeah <laughs> <laughs> and honestly even still someone who liked the game uh yeah I could totally see where you're coming from um and and I and I yeah. say that as somebody who liked it too you yeah, know exactly. I mean I, yeah 
I think uh, gameplay-wise, terrific. And, you know, I ev- even though the way that the game built up to it, so you talked about this in the mini-app that you play through the first half of the game or so as Ellie, uh, uh-huh. and then you reach this hilarious standoff moment, and then you go all the way back and run through everything up to that moment as, as Abby... Um, yeah, you play and, the DL. You play what should have been DLC, honestly, because the way it broke up the pacing and all that. Yeah, you know, I, I don't even know if I would go that far. Because let me tell you, one thing I did appreciate is from from a gameplay perspective, it was cool how Abby's gameplay was slightly different from from Ellie. There, I, I really true, appreciated yes. the attention. You know, like how she's got to use shivs and she has different weapons and a slightly different skill tree. So she's better at different things. And I thought all of that was really cool because it made it like uh-huh. when I was playing as Abby, it, it didn't feel like it was just filler. It felt like a like a genuine thing. Um, yeah, it was, I think, pretty funny and, and a little bit of a naughty dogism, isn't it? Because they've done a lot of games that have some kind of like high stress, high tension moment. And then you get thrown back like 15 hours and have to work your way to that. Like uncharted. What was it? Two where he's like bleeding in the train or three where they're like on the boat. Yes, shooting that, that, each was other. that was, that was, that was, two. yeah. Yeah. Where, where he's in the train. Yeah. The in media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an, it's actually a narrative thing called in media's res, uh, where you just start in the middle of the action and then, they cut back to they, they, they. It's basically the meme where uh, you're. What I bet you're wondering how you got here. That's exactly yeah. Yep, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're fans of that, and I mean, this was kind of a different example, right? Because you built up to it from one perspective, but it is funny. Like, well, the uh, Abby's Amy gonna Ellie. What's gonna happen? And then you don't get to find out for 15 hours, which you know, pretty funny. Yeah. Um. And yeah. then when you get to that mm-hmm. scene again, also hilarious. That like, oh, by the way, you know, uh, Lev was there the entire time, and you just didn't see. He was like conveniently out of frame. You know, just goofy <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> so. So how, how do you want to how do you want to do this? Should we go over the game like chronologically, or I don't know if you have thoughts on kind of how to how to present this? I really didn't have a plan, so that's why I was I recorded the intro, assuming this is going to be a full episode because um, full episode, baby. Yeah, we yeah we we might go on for a little long because I have <laughs> I I abridged myself when I recorded the minisode because I could go on and on about this game, honestly. But, um, yeah, well, I want I want to yeah. hear your takes, bro. Let's let's do it. Okay, so <laughs> let's see. First, well, I pretty much basically agree with everything you said. Um, you the gameplay wise, it is so is so smooth and satisfying. But uh, one part in particular, let's talk about some of our let's let's start with specific moments that we really liked. So, sure, um, sure, sure, sure. Also, ooh, one thing that I didn't point out is uh, in my mini so it was um. Did you notice that... I don't know. Have you played the first one? Yes. Oh, okay. So, did you notice that this is the second game in a row where the first person you take control of dies? Do you play as Joel at the beginning? That's right, you do. When you're writing the... God, I completely forgot about that. Yes, that that is correct. Yeah, the first character I guess they're. Control- I guess they're fans of... Yeah, I guess they're fans of that too. Oh, and by the way, you know, quick note... At the beginning of the game, I I guess the whole like going back and playing as as Abby was um, you know kind of meant to be a twist. D- did you mm-hmm. did you see that coming? Because I I did think there were a few hints to that, and primarily it's the little bit where you play as Abby at the at the beginning because it was like, yeah, well, why would you have me you know do this if this wasn't going to be a thing? Right. Um, and also, did you notice, like in the opening credits, how they they credit the three main characters? Like uh, this is this is getting inside, yes. but there's like the scene where it's like, oh, you know, as starring Troy Baker, Ashley Johnson, Baker and, and, Laura, and Laura Bailey, and you Laura know, Bailey. as the yep, as the, and I was like, oh, that's weird that they would put the antagonist mm-hmm. in the so so I wasn't like hugely shocked by that, right. but I was expecting. I guess I was expecting maybe that like Abby would kill Ellie and I would take over as Abby or something else would happen. But anyway, go go on. I, I was just kind of uh, reminded of that. No, but yeah, since we're speaking of, that's a good segue to the next one, which was uh, I really, I actually really enjoyed the boss battle against Ellie, where you play as Abby and you're basically seeing what your, your all the enemies you've killed up until that point. You see what they've been through going up against Ellie. Yeah, and um. <clears throat> 
although they should have they should have pulled the i feel a small part of me thinks they should have pulled the trigger just had abby uh if not kill at not kill ellie but um still just walk away unscathed well uh well re- relatively speaking <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, Just, it, it is Abby an should, odd... should still win at the at, like at that point. At that point, not at the point at the end where she's where Ellie has the change of heart and she decides not to drown her. Yeah, I, I mean, even get, getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, I I, I do remember mm-hmm. hearing some background stuff that they had apparently gone back and forth on on how. Um, the major beats of the story were, were going to, we're going to play out. So there, I guess were previous iterations of it where uh, Ellie does kill Abby and, and maybe even vice versa um, because it does seem, especially given, you know, I was talking earlier about it being hammy and the whole like, Oh, revenge, you know, the uh, you better dig two graves and uh, the, the singular uh, uh, pursuit of revenge is only going to cause pain and suffering, you know, hammered over and over and over again and innocent people being pulled in and yada, yada, yada. So it, it did seem, I, I guess I get what they're going for, but it was like funny and, and in a way, weirdly unsatisfying that neither one of them, got that and it did seem like um i'm not gonna say little narrative di- dissonance because that's kind of I'm a trope sure, like I'm pretty, at the very I'm pretty end, sure uh, yeah i'm i'm pretty sure uh abby got hers because she murdernates joel at the beginning so i think i think she doesn't get the catharsis that she thought she wanted but that's still like as far as uh emotional satisfaction goes that's still eh you know? Yeah, and I mean, I, I guess you could argue that Ellie got her too because Ellie killed everybody she loved. Like her whole, all of her friends and family were brutally <laughs> murdered. True, yeah. So it's like, well, uh-huh. I, I guess you got each other in in the end. But it, it did seem mm-hmm. a little bit weird that. Okay, can we can we skip to the end for like a minute and then we could we go back to like yeah, big dude, moments. dude, yeah. You're, you're so, talking like I had a script for this thing. Okay, perfect. Because okay, I agree with you that that fight was really cool, um, and and I found the second fight fun in a different way too. Because you get to the end right, and it's like, yes, I was joking with you, like, oh no, we're gonna end up with like Ellie's gonna end up saving Abby, which is what happened. And then they have that like Metal Gear Solid four ass fight in the water, <laughs> like swinging at each Fuck other, and, like yes. falling over, which was, um, like, yes, which was great, which was great. But then it was like, it seemed. It seemed weird to me that, like, in that moment, Ellie decides to, like, she doesn't decide, you know what, uh, Abby's right, we shouldn't fight now. She decides to have the fight, and and only when she's about to kill Abby, and after, like, losing her finger so that they can have the, like, hysterical moment at the end, she she <laughs> okay, let, decides to let it go. And and I, I guess, right. I don't know, did you find that weird? Because that, that seemed weird to me. It seemed like I guess not really a thing that somebody would do. And and I, I guess they were going for so because I know there, there was another scene. Um, I think it was in the first game, right? That like Joel's about to be drowned and Abby saves him from drowning. Yes. So I guess they were going for some kind of poignant parallel there. Maybe. Um, yeah. Cause she does tell uh, Dina that story when they're, when they're going into that, uh, when they're going into Seattle. Yeah. So mm, I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be too. I wouldn't put anything past Neil Druckmann on this point because uh, one um, hot take that I didn't get to in the, in the last episode was um, Neil Druckmann is what you get if David Cage's games were actually good. <laughs> you you mentioned that to me, and yeah, yes. uh, <laughs> I I like some of David Cage's uh, games, yeah. but uh, yeah. but I I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, but but uh, what I, what I mean by that is that, yeah, the the Last of Us is, it's not that complicated. It really isn't. And mm. if it is, then you're probably fourteen, and you also think your lie in April is deep. Sue me. Well, that <laughs> it, it definitely, and I I think I mentioned um a, a not about your lie in April, but a, a similar <laughs> joke of like it reminded me the end especially reminded me of that I'm fourteen and this is deep Reddit. Oh hell, that I don't know oh, if you've yeah. been there, but it's it, yeah hysterically yeah. you know hysterically funny and 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 overwrought. It did feel like that because I and I guess I can't be too mean to him about being like 
unsubtle and clunky in the story of a video game because gamers are like notoriously bad at picking up on you know anything remotely subtle yeah Yeah. so so i get it but that that doesn't mean that that i didn't find it funny and like you could tell what they were going for you know you could tell that they were they were trying to make you empathize with both characters they were trying to make you sort of understand the struggle from both sides it's hard i will say it's hard to make that work because i mean i i liked the character abby and like what i saw of her but yeah, and most people playing this game are still naturally, at least I would think, are naturally going to take the side of the characters that they have spent more time with, that they remember fondly from the first game. And, oh, and yeah. even when I got to the end, I was still like, well, if one of them kills the other, I hope that Ellie kills Abby, you know, and not the other way around. Right, <laughs> like, right. Yeah, I was thinking the and, same and thing. It's not, and, yeah. yeah, and it's not a knock against, I mean, I thought I, I thought she was like a good character. You know, I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. saying like because she was lame or whatever. It's just because if it was part two of a movie, right? Like you're, you're still yeah. going to side with the protagonist from the first movie that you liked, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. Which, which and, kind of, that kind of puts pits you to the corner where you have to have those extended sequ- 15 hours of uh, playtime with Abby because then you're just not going to feel, well, jack shit if you're at the ending fight. Yeah, well, because then other, yeah. otherwise you would feel no empathy for her at all, right? Otherwise you'd be like, hell yeah, you know, ki- kill her, let's drown her ass. You know, you would be like exactly. all for it right. <laughs> at, at the end. Right. So, so they had... They they had to do something, and yeah, let's let's get into that because the bits when you're first playing as Abby, uh, well, not at first, but you know, at, at, at the the main flashback, and you're in the like football arena, and you're like talking to everybody, and and they're they're yeah. bending over backwards like so much to like build empathy for these people and be like, hey, you know, they're all like good, friendly people, and boy, yeah. it would sure be sad if they got murdered, which they all have already. And dude, yeah. what's the name? What's the name of that pregnant character? That was one of my moments that I I just <laughs> I just oh, couldn't shit. stop laughing. I know who you're talking about. I forgot her name. Yeah, short hair. Yeah, I, lady. yeah, yeah. Played by Ashley Birch, by the way. Um, oh, I remember nice. seeing. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but that was that was so funny when um, you know Ellie has the scene of yes. killing Owen, which oh man, and I, and I should bring that that dude. I'm sorry, I keep getting sidetracked, but that's another thing. The bit with Owen, like at the very beginning, right when they're well, not the very beginning, but like when they're killing Joel, and yeah. there's that bit where like Owen is yelling at everybody, and yeah, the but you can't hear. Yeah, but you can't hear. What right, saying, there's the yeah. convenient you can't hear, and it's like I remember sitting there and thinking to myself obviously he is like convincing them not to kill you and then later on there is going to be a scene where you kill him as ellie and you're supposed to like feel bad about that revelation and then of course that's exactly that's what exactly happens. what happens yeah that's exactly <laughs> right. but then not only that they they add the twist of the knife of like th- you also kill the girl he's with and then like she opens the jacket and it's like horrified to find out she's pregnant and then i'm like okay i gotta pause this game because and then she not only that she pukes and she leaves the map the marked map so that abby could find it to 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 yes and that was that was definitely like a pretty you know mcguffany like oh if she hadn't conveniently left that map but you know whatever i mean that's yeah um Oh, but then all like another another wrinkle of that then when when you're doing the flashback parts right and then you have that that character uh in your group and she's constantly referencing how like she's pregnant and like ah i can get over this beam because i have a lower beam. center of gravity and how she's like oh, a like, medic and how yeah. she didn't want to kill just like they, they like, like it it's enough like mm-hmm. it's enough that like mm-hmm. seeing she was pre- pregnant when when ellie killed, like we don't need all this extra to hammer in how bad it was that this person died you know like right. <laughs> yeah 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 like oh my dude, god dude and uh... even even the stuff where you're playing fetch with the dogs and stuff like come <laughs> on man yeah. like yeah yeah especially since um I, I I was paying I was listening very closely just to make sure of this and yes one of those dogs I did actually kill as Ellie, yeah the one named the one named Bear, 
Oh, so you would shot that one what randomly, and somebody went, "Oh no, they got bear." You know that like funny thing. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> well, yes. I know that the one, the one dog, uh, the one that's with that's with you towards the end as Abby, you have to kill because that was yes. you know when when you're playing as Ellie leading up to that moment and like attacks you in the hallway. Oh yeah. And I also remember thinking as soon as it cut to that flashback, I was like, "Oh god, that dog I killed as as Ellie in that." in that cutscene like there's obviously going to be some kind of like oh it's our favorite of all the dogs my dog. best friend and <laughs> that dog is with you for like 10 hours <laughs> yeah yeah oh god so funny and oh my gosh um it's a i don't know if you noticed this but um on my second playthrough if you if you use a silent weapon to kill uh someone who's holding a dog on a leash the dog will actually go over to the owner and start whimpering and sniffing at its body at their body to make to just because they don't understand why they just fell over. Oh yes, one hundred percent. The the whimpering dogs when you shoot the people like every time and every time you shoot somebody and anybody else notices and it's like oh oh no they got they got so insane you killed my <laughs> wife yeah yeah. <laughs> And one other thing that I found uh, funny about that, that that I think made it so transparent um, how how that was a sort of blatant um, attempt to, to make you feel sympathy for for those people mm-hmm. is when you get closer to the end and there's there's that that whole second arc after the the moment between um, uh, Ellie and, and Abby. And then they introduce that third faction that's just this cartoonish uh, evil mustache yeah. twirling like biker gang that has slaves for some reason and like i don't even know it, how, how does slavery even work in that universe like th- it's a bartering economy and people are working for food and stuff anyway like it's nothing about oh, shit, it makes sense but it was that. like yeah right but like they, huh. who are they selling them yeah. to because e- every faction has like a base where they all cooperate and stuff I, right so like how I, are I you even can, I, I think they just kidnap them. I think that's what it is. To, they, just they just to be trade. evil, right? Like, right. Yeah. Not... Like you said, mustache twirler. <laughs> yeah, and, and it was like it was obvious. Like they wanted to introduce a group there that you don't have to feel bad about murdering. That uh, w- yes. which only made it that much more obvious that they did want you to feel bad about murdering. You know the other people. Uh-huh. Um, and and there's even maybe a little bit of a um, a little bit of an extra manipulation. Did, did you talk about? I forget if you talked about this in the mini episode or if I just read about it in other places. But um, the whole parallel with like Israel and Palestine and the and the two groups. Um, what? Oh, okay, okay. You didn't talk. So I okay. I, I, I mentioned. Read... I, I brought up the fact that Dina was Jewish, but there's a really nice scene in the synagogue. But that's about it. Yeah, one of one of Dina's few um, like good moments. Like by by the way, I and maybe it was the point, but outside of that scene, I felt like uh, Dina was a little bit of a half baked character, and I, and I'm not sure if maybe it was one of those things where they wanted it to be more about Ellie being like in love with the idea of Dina rather than like Dia. rather than dina being anything that interesting herself i i I don't know i guess i felt like relative to the other characters there just wasn't that much there which Uh, i don't know maybe was the point i i feel yeah i feel like she was uh like i said i called her um she's supportive but only realistically so because once when at the very end when where the game where i think the game should have ended was that scene in the barn but when when ellie decides to go off again she's just like that you know what i i I'm I'm losing my patience here. Just uh, if you come back, I might not be here to greet you. But yeah, yeah that, and, that's what I liked about Dina. You know, and maybe maybe that is maybe they were going for a sort of like, well, Dina is kind of how a normal person would act here. You know, to kind of to kind of mm. ground it. Which I also found that whole bit funny of like it's years later you know they've got this kid they got this whole life and she's like no but i still have to go back to get my revenge like it's which it's never i seriously did not like i did not like that i t- i keep telling i'm gonna scream it from the rooftops it should have ended at after ellie's ptsd flashback uh, in the barn like the just uh hold on that shot of the three of them sitting together unsure about the future and then cut to the credits that's it well it's like 
it's dumb and i think it's supposed to be dumb you know like she she went and made a dumb decision yeah but you know further to the point i made earlier then like if you're gonna do that if you're effectively gonna throw your whole life away like if i was in that situation right if i hated somebody so much that i would Mm -hmm. do that and then i would walk up and see them tied to a post like why wouldn't i just cut open their belly and kill them right you know why would i cut them loose so i could have this dramatic fist fight in knee deep water with them which you know that fight was awesome but like it it was just it was just odd i just i didn't get and Mm -hmm. you know maybe it was meant to be a flash of like seeing her in that moment made her you know feel the empathy but but then a minute later Mm -hmm. she's like no i i have to kill her still and maybe part of the point is like she's not thinking rationally and you're supposed to see it as as dumb i i just you know i look i've never had somebody I like think, murder a close family member so i guess i can't get into that mindset i think it, well going back to what we said about parallels i think it's i think they were going for like a parallel at the end of the first one where you're just doing what joel wants to do rather than what the player wants to do which in, in the fir- case of the first game was saving ellie at the end because hmm. yeah, yeah at the end you're yeah because yeah it's just like this game you're doing what ellie wants to do like you're not what the player necessarily wants to do you know that's that's an interesting way of looking at it that that hadn't really Mm -hmm. occurred to me but it's like yeah you know that that's what the the decision that the character is going to make and regardless of how you as the player you know what what you would do or whatever because yeah i mean i was Mm -hmm. more inclined to be like at this point and like i said earlier she's she's gotten her revenge really she's killed everybody that abby cares about and you've got this yeah. life now and you've got other responsibilities and you know um and why... abby already kicked your ass so yeah and abby already <laughs> kicked your ass i don't know maybe that's an element of it too but oh, oh before we get too sidetracked um so Neil Druckmann, and I forget where I read this, but there was some something in some interview where he mentioned, because I guess he grew up in Israel or it w- was l- like living in Israel at some point, And he based the conflict of the, the Seraphites versus the wh- whatever they call the, the right. army. Yeah. Do you remember the, the army that Abby's a part of? Um, uh, on, the wolves. On, the wolves. The wolves. Yeah. On, on the like conflict between uh israel and palestine and when you think about some of the ways that those groups are portrayed in the context of that comparison a a few things get uh i i would say quickly uh kind of icky um like for instance yeah go ahead go ahead no i said go on Oh, okay, okay. So, for instance, right, there's there's the whole uh, plot line about Lev being transgender and wanting to leave the Seraphites because they they don't, you know, they don't support it and they're they're like detonating him in the middle of combat and stuff. I, I don't yeah. know. If, I mean, I'm assuming that's a thing you caught because it was pretty obvious. Um, oh, yeah. And that to me felt like a little bit, you know, they they're sort of presenting this other side as, you know, oh, well, the wolves, by contrast, are very progressive and they don't have an issue with, uh, you know, any any sort of, uh, I guess you would call what, less traditional gender, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, whereas the Seraphites uh, are, but then it, it felt... It felt peculiar to me because then when you like read that, it, it almost seemed out of character, I guess, because they don't seem like their prophet is their their prophet is is a woman and they mm-hmm. don't seem to have gender roles in terms of, of what people are actually doing. Because at one point Lev mentions or, or maybe the um, uh, Yara mentions that like, well, he wanted to be a, a warrior like me. And obviously they have like female soldiers and stuff. Yeah. So it's not really the it's not really this like stratified gender role kind of society. But then at the same time, there are virulently anti-trans for for some reason okay yeah that's weird it was it was weird Mm -hmm. and then when you add the additional layer on top of it that like the you know the progressive israelis versus the uh, the the primitive backwards palestinians like it it, it very and and i'm not saying i feel that way about palestinians Uh, i'm saying that i get the sense that neil Druckmann feels you know it it, it definitely um was a little bit like oh that's that's 
maybe not so good. Well, and <laughs> and one more one more thing I'll mention about that, right? Of like the the whole like yelling out when you um you know when when you uh, kill somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They make they don't make you feel as bad about um, taking out the Seraphites. I, I feel like they, oh, they, yeah. they really dig in on the on, on the wolves and and I yeah. suppose you notice it less because when they introduce that third faction, the Reapers or whatever, it's like, well, these guys are just you know demons from hell or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, <coughs> I, I, I still can't get over that. They uh, they to the point where they kept the infected as pets. Which is just yeah, like why? Why? Like, it's like, it did, just, did they let Frank Miller into the writing room for one day or something? You know what the hell was that all about? It just seemed like they wanted to give them some dumb, like, evil guy affectation. You know that, like, yeah. they're they're chained by the neck at the bottom of pools. And hey, uh, the the gameplay element of like freeing the infected that they you work. know have chained up to like a t- that was cool. Yeah, it uh, yeah. So maybe they just you know they wrote something around that, but like mm-hmm. it was dumb. Like that that fact. Yeah. just seemed paper thin and made no sense especially since it i I would argue it didn't even make sense from a gameplay perspective because uh the first what's the first thing the infected is going to do once you free it and it kills your enemies it's going to come after you so yeah so now you have two clickers on your ass that you could have easily avoided yeah it it did seem a little bit peculiar that um i guess the the infected had had enough of its former um or you know they, they all have enough of their former memories that they specifically go after the reapers and not you because if you're like five <laughs> okay, feet well, away, that's just a special disbelief. Yeah, <laughs> they just yeah. But, Which hey, you know what? That's and that's fine. Like I, mm-hmm. I I have been a proponent. Like remember my hot take video game thread? I talked about like video game contrivances are there for a reason, and exactly. and they're yeah. there because they largely make the game more fun and better. Like let's a, a video game contrivance in Last of Us Two. Why is the inventory space so limited? Right? Like I'm going out mm-hmm. on a on a, a patrol run, and I work for this army, and I'm going to take eight bullets with me. Why why am I doing that? Like sure, it doesn't make any sense, mm-hmm. but like the the mm-hmm. reason for those limits right is that you're always a little bit short on supplies and you can't just stockpile 100 bullets and use the same gun like i i get why they did it right so i'm not gonna like yeah. knock this the is game a resident evil 4 elements. yeah yeah i mean you know it is yeah. it is what it is and and that's fine uh yeah. oh boy yeah so oh, yeah. let's uh, okay I'm let's thinking, talk about some yeah go ahead. let's talk about some funny shit now let's talk about the sex scene oh <laughs> <laughs> which one which one Oh no, the not the weed one, the one with Abby. Yeah, because okay, apparently what about that's it? the one that got. Apparently that's the one that uh, leaked. Because kids, keep in mind, I went into this not knowing what anything anything that leaked. I managed to avoid it all, but apparently that that one that's the the way you were reacting to most of the happy moments in this game. That was the one that made me bust out laughing the most because it is just such a cliche slap slap kiss moment that it's <laughs> <laughs> that okay that that part is true the like in the middle of a fight uh uh you know get into the the passion thing yeah exactly. um and and you know what i i did see what they were going for there because yeah. I, I mentioned earlier right one of the elements i appreciated was that relationship between Abby and Owen over time and how her sort of, you know, singular drive to get revenge on Joel drove them apart over, over the years. And in that scene, I, you know, I think they were going for this, like, well, there's still something there in spite of everything, but yeah, they did do it in this weirdly cartoonish, like we're literally having a fight and choking each other out and then boom, just immediately start having sex. Like that was pretty goofy. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so Funny. oh my god um and also um oh did you see the well getting serious right did you see the did you see the part where uh you rent you go to a bench and then you get ambushed while you're at the bench a workbench go to a bench yeah there's a there is a there's a workbench in an apartment where uh oh yes yeah. i do remember that part yeah that was a yeah. cool little that was that a cool little was bit. pretty cool yeah well yeah i just wanted i just wanted I... to mention yeah go ahead 
You know, I, I will say th- maybe one or two times too many, this game d- did that trick where, you know, the camera is pointing down because mm-hmm. you're you're climbing through a hatch or going through a door or, or getting to a bench or something. And then like somebody gets to drop on you. Uh, right. I, I, I would have maybe used that trick one or two times less in the game because I feel like it happened quite a few times. But that workbench moment was cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one was cool. But uh we're not here to talk about Kubo, we're here to talk about funny things, damn it. And let's talk about how I don't feel bad about killing dogs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, you know, um, what, what are you supposed to... This this is a whole other conversation point, right? Because it's like, well, what are you supposed to fucking do, right? Like this You're, game? Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> it's, it's trying to make me feel bad for, like, killing these people, but then it, like... I, I guess there are places where you have the option to theoretically sneak past them, yeah, kind you, of. You can, but then the dogs still follow your scent, and you, it's it's just easier to kill them, and because otherwise you just have to keep throwing bottles to distract them, and it's just ugh, supplies are already limited. But yeah, I would actually snipe all these. I, I always try to chuckle at all these people who refuse to play the game because they uh, don't want to kill the dogs, but. It's just like, well, but you know what? I I get it. Like, if you're yeah. a person that doesn't, if you're a person that's uncomfortable with the idea of like seeing animals killed or or killing animals, then right. hey, that's your prerogative to not play this game because this game not only has you do it, but specifically goes out of the way to make you feel bad about it. That like right. you, there's a guy with a dog and you shoot the dog and he drops to his knees and starts crying because you shot his dog. <laughs> Which yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> oh my god, the horse. Like no, yes, the horse. <laughs> you're in Seattle, and you just you're jumping across the barricades, normal, normal, and then that one that just explodes under its belly, which and that was, I, I admit that legitimately got me, but it was like, you know, you, you kind of see the horse's death coming, like the, no animals. So this is the kind of show, well, uh, show the kind of video game where animals don't last long. Yeah. Yeah, ain't, ain't that the truth? Um, and you know, a funny thing. Um, mm-hmm. I, have you played you played uh, Red Dead Redemption Two? I have not. I have not. Okay, then I'm well. Then I I won't uh, I won't uh, spoil that game. But I, I'll say that there is uh, there is a scene involving a horse in, in, that, in that game too. Um, oh, mm-hmm. uh, okay, a, a somewhat similar one. Um, yeah, I don't know. Games are uh, games are, are fans of of killing your beloved animal mascots. I guess to try to el- elicit yeah. some kind of uh, yeah. reaction out of you. So, uh, uh, <laughs> so, so let, let's get into. I, I, you mentioned the scene where you really laughed the hardest was of the part at the end where Ellie loses her fingers and she's trying to play the guitar. Dude, yes. Let's let's get into that. So, the ending of this game. The so, ending of this game, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. A- after that scene of the, you know, the Metal Gear Solid 4 boss fight, um, yes. <laughs> Ellie goes back to the now abandoned house, of course, because she's she's given up everything in, in pursuit mm-hmm. of revenge, uh, and tries to play the guitar. And there's this, th- there's like this, remember that episode of the Twilight Zone where the guy has like all the books in the world and his glasses break? And he's yes. like, no! <laughs> like, this isn't fair! <laughs> There's this moment like that where just to extra hammer that point home after, you know, hammering that point home for hours and hours and having <laughs> the, dr- the dramatic zoom in of the missing fingers and the mm. empty house and all that. She goes to try to play the guitar and, you know, this this mini game that the game has had you play this guitar four or five times and mm-hmm. now you can't do it because the the last connection she had with Joel is is now gone and in in her pursuit of revenge she lost that connection and I was dude <laughs> I, I I couldn't yeah. exactly I was howling with like tears streaming down my face from laughing so hard like how much more on the nose can you be. And then oh, it's no, like no, no, no. she you know, walked you know, you know off. How much, you, you know how much more on the nose you could be if she if the song you were playing uh, with with the missing fingers was hurt. <laughs> that would have been so good. That would have been so good. How, yeah, like that's how you make that uh, more. Anyway, go ahead. 
like really the only thing they could have done to make it more obvious is by having her like straight up say i wish i wouldn't have gone for revenge joel because i've lost her one connection you know it was and, and i think i sent you a message at the time of like i feel like neil Druckmann was like sitting in the couch next to me elbowing me in the ribs going hey get it you know you see see what i did there it's like yeah dude i i get it and then the dramatic scene of like she leaves and she's walking out of the house and there's the dramatic zoom into the window with the the neck of the now abandoned guitar sitting there and it just fit you know it just cuts to black and yeah. I'm, I'm dying like see, I see <laughs> at that point i was just exhausted because like i said i should have ended earlier but um yeah yeah if i had had the energy to to laugh out loud i probably would have at that point not gonna lie because i was just getting so frustrated how longer how much longer the game was going and how padded how padded it felt it, it killed yeah. dude peak video game melodrama and and mm -hmm. again i'm not i'm not knocking like the actors or or, or any of that stuff because i think they did a great job but man yeah. like did, did you have to like, <laughs> did, did you have to take it to that to, to that point did you have to make it so cartoonishly on the nose I, I mean it felt like something that like a kid would write in high school you know like it just <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah it, it, like like we said 14 and it's deep so yeah yeah peak peak mm -hmm. I'm 14 and and this is deep uh and it did one one more thing i guess i'll mention about the ending because it mm -hmm. it did get me thinking or you know one of the things I, I saw people talking about is if there is going to be a last of us three in you know 2035 or whatever at, at this rate what do you think that's going to be about um because as as i was reading stuff i was thinking to myself like oh maybe the point of of leaving abby alive is that they'll go for full circle and have some kind of storyline where you know ellie decides to give up her life so they can find a cure and she has to like you know fight her way back to the the now regathered fireflies and you know if, if i was going for the cheesiest possible shit and somebody can listen to this in 15 years when i correctly predict it mm -hmm. they'd probably have uh abby as the doctor who ends up performing the surgery that her dad was originally going to perform and that is so ridiculous i could see it happening yeah i i mean it's if i was gonna go around to this in in the most hack i'm 14 in this is deep way uh that yeah. that's what i would do and i and i wonder if like the reason for leaving her alive and the reason for you know having her go to the newly reformed firefly base that's you know, coincidentally nice and far away mm -hmm. uh, is, is so that they can do that, that, you know, in the next game, they will be, you know, Dr. Abby, right. the surgeon who's <laughs> trained and, and, and pick, well, which, uh, which I think there was some background in. Cause I think that her, her dad had mentioned at some point that like, she has some skill in that and helps yeah. to patch people yeah. up and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's not like a, a you know, completely wild thing. Um, but yeah, I kind of, I kind of have a feeling that that's what they're ultimately going to build towards. Um, not to mention, like, I guess it would be an interesting take on, on that theme. Um, you know, the, the, the first game was very much about that whole, like Abby never gets a choice or I'm sorry, Ellie never gets a choice. You know, she's never able to consent to this, uh, thing that they're doing, uh, right. And Joel is the one that, you know, makes this choice to to free her from that. And then she's resentful of it. And, you know, I don't think she's mm -hmm. resentful for him saving her life. I think she's resentful that she never got that choice. So uh, a choice. good way, yeah. a, a hacky way. Right. But a good way to bring it full circle is like, well, eventually she does get the opportunity to make that choice and then makes it. Yeah. And then she makes that choice. And then it turns out she can't cure him anyway, because this is the last of us. Yeah. Yeah, uh, probably. Uh, I mean why not you know why not go yeah. more grim i mean and it would be funny i mean wouldn't it, wouldn't it be funny if the game that game you reach the end and she's like ah yes and i here i am you know sacrificing my life for the good of humanity and then it's like three months later like well we, we weren't able to find a cure it was completely pointless we, we killed that lady for no reason uh i guess life is grim and horrible forever you know smash cut roll credits three yeah <laughs> oscar oscar please 
<laughs> I I can absolutely absolutely see them doing that because man, um, the most the most grim dark stuff, and you know, I think you had talked about this uh, in in one of the other eps you did that it, it's like the worst possible time for this. It's it's like the reverse Animal Crossing, the <laughs> the mm -hmm. worst possible time for something like this to hit because uh, I think everybody yeah. extra sensitive pressing grim dark stuff oh yeah definitely and um so did you enjoy killing people with exploding arrows as much as i did or am i just a sick fuck no 100 i love oh it. my god uh, i especially loved how it always depending on where you hit them it would leave half of their body behind <laughs> and um, I, I would just yeah no, the, the exploding arrows were great. The mines were great. I, I would love uh, taking somebody out and then planting a mine on their body so that somebody would be like, oh, no, you know, they, they got Joe and then run up to Joe and then get blown up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, all, all that stuff, all that stuff that they do to, to make you feel bad. Uh, and uh, maybe it says something about me or maybe it's just because, hey, I, I know this is a video game and I play a lot of video games and these are enemies in a video game and I, and I don't feel bad for blowing them up. Right, you know? exactly, because I want to blow them up. In the, I want to kill them in the bloodiest way possible because, I mean, shit, you already put all this effort into designing the gore. I want to see it, you know? Yeah, well, and, uh, you know, if you if you think about it from from the perspective of how the game presents it right like mm -hmm. when you're in that moment of joel getting killed and and you see that like rage on ellie's face and i was like yeah dude i'll totally murder all these people remorselessly and, and the, <laughs> the right the the effort of the game and you know i applaud the effort of the game to try to build empathy for the other side but it, at least in my opinion it, it's never quite enough for me to get to the point where i feel like bad you know because it's like well what was she supposed and there's and even, honestly there's, i feel like that's good game design because honestly yeah, it's it's oh so, yeah yeah it's the sign of a poorly made game where you feel like the best decision you could make is to stop playing yeah God that's that's a, a fair point and they and well and and i guess i appreciated how they even addressed that in conversations in the game of like well what am i supposed to do just like let them go and it's like well Maybe I, I guess if you were in that position, you probably would feel that way, right? Like if somebody like killed your right, dad exactly. in front of you, you'd be like, "Well, I, uh, I, 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 the only way to be safe is to sit back and do nothing." Or would you want to like murder them and their whole family? You know, like that's, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think that that's that there natural human you know i'm 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 joking about it here but I, you know there is a, a natural inclination to want to get revenge and I, that there's that was totally a thing that would happen in the past, right? Like, well, and I mean, even right. now, but before there were police or any of that crap, that's what we, like people would do that. Somebody from your family right. murder, somebody from my family, a bunch of us get together and kill one of you, you know, let's get a posse going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, that has some unfortunate implications now with all the, of course. You yeah. Know, oh yeah. <laughs> racist. Stuff, but you know mm -hmm. i i think that they were getting at that in in a way right because it's a world that like well there isn't there isn't like police or crime or whatever in in this universe and it's like mm -hmm. people kind of doing well vigilante justice is maybe a, not not the right way to put it because it's like well society's just kind of beginning to reform yeah so like that's kind of how this would play out i guess Oh shit! What if this is the future that people think we want when we say defund the police? Boy, I I sure hope that they weren't trying to make some kind of like commentary about that because that that's such not not to get into uh, mm -hmm. political territory, but that's such a funny bad faith argument that people make of like, oh, so I guess you're just gonna like let everybody commit all the crimes, and it's like, well. I mean, I don't think that's what people are arguing for. I think people are arguing for reallocating that money towards it, like social services and programs that are successful in reducing crime in the first place. Wait, 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 Fred, just... Fred, Fred, Fred. So you mean the word defund actually means something? Like it has a specific you know, definition? It's crazy. I know it's a crazy, uh, a, a very wild and, and you know, incredible take. But, uh, you know, I do, I do love seeing people online pushing that like, 
hilarious straw man argument of like, oh, I guess we just, uh, I guess anybody can just do do any crime they want against you. And I was like, well, I, 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 I'm not so sure. I, I think that there's uh, about a, a million miles of middle ground between letting the police run out indiscriminately murdering people with masks on and you know uh covers right. over their back you know, having having zero accountability and being able to just full, commit crimes themselves constantly and having absolutely zero protection of any right. you know i think exactly. i i think even the most obvious kind of bad faith conservative could probably find some wiggle room in there and and people that are uh pushing that argument are you know to my mind yeah. doing it pretty obviously um in in bad faith but hey uh we're, so, we're getting so, into so, 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 i was just yeah i was just about to say to turn turn this back around to the last of us um that it reminded me of that tweet i saw where it said uh don't let people uh refusing to comply with the mask thingies um have you begging for a uh, a harder police state because and <laughs> I, I uh i not gonna lie i read that tweet in joel's voice wouldn't, wouldn't it be funny if there were like anti-mask people in, in last, in last <laughs> i wonder i wonder if all those people existed in the world and they all got infected of like i ain't i ain't wearing a mask and just immediately become like mushroom people <laughs> i mean i mean shit the, the first game starts in texas yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that is uh, <laughs> like like some some uh, uh, Texas conservative guys like uh, well you know my my freedom doesn't end where your fear begins and then he like walks into a room without a mask and like immediately dies <laughs> turns immediately into turns. a monster. Oh <laughs> Dr- Naughty Man, Dog, he- give us a call. Yeah, Neil Druckmann, please let us let us write the the last the Last of Us Zero, and it's just all like goofy comedy moments like that. <laughs> oh, oh. oh boy! Well, and it, well, yeah, good. yeah. At any rate, uh, Ellie is a better cop than any real cop, so uh, that's how that's how I'm gonna end this with that rele- that relevant and topical note. Um, so yeah, just to <sighs> sum up, Fredo, uh, we love we both love the game, but that. Doesn't yeah, mean we can't. It, yeah, it doesn't mean we can't mock the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I think uh, if they do make another one, you know, maybe the lesson the lesson to be learned here is maybe don't go quite so try hard and quite so grim dark. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, outside of that, I did I did like it a lot. I'll probably end up replaying it because I, I did think that the gameplay was terrific and the yeah. uh, the the world was was incredible i i enjoyed it very much yeah except i might skip the cutscenes in the aquarium scene because jesus fucking christ i might still watch some of those you know have a good hearty have a good hearty chuckle at that pregnant belly reveal again pregnant belly reveal at the oh man did you catch the porn parody title of uh crash bandicoot no, I didn't. What was okay. that? So when you're when you first go to the weed farm, there's a, it, it's missable, but um, there's a part where you could go to a there's a VHS in the pot farm where uh, you find a bunch of porn tapes. The name of one of the pornos is Smash Brandy's Cooch. <laughs> you know, I I think I even remember finding that stash of tapes, but I didn't make that connection to Crash Bandicoot. That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and you can also find, uh, P- dusty PS3s all over the place with Uncharted 2 on them, but, yeah. Yeah, that, that Honestly, I didn't notice. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Clickers Lives Matter. Yeah, uh, Last of Us 2, check it out, folks! Mm-hmm.